Hello. Are you aware of a troubled mind when you step into your prayer closet? Are you noticing that you're only prompted to pray when all the situations that come take away your peace? Well, take heart. Today we'll be looking at some strategies to keep your peace in all circumstances, even the ones that previously might have pulled you to your knees in intercession and frantic prayer. Now, you might be surprised that I am talking about intercession as being a fear-based activity. I can tell you that I have come from that place, that same place that you might be in now. I have been in prayer with fear-based prayers and crying out to God for solutions to my troubling family circumstances. So I see you, you who are in the same place as me. And I want you to know that the God of peace is a real God of peace. And his peace is a perfect peace. It's a peace that goes into all circumstances. And even your intercession can be a peaceful prayer event and even a joyful one. God is bigger than our circumstances. And I know that divine help is there for you to help you to settle and to rest in him. But just think our anxious thought, our frantic prayers mean that we're not really settled. We're not resting in God. We're trying to find a solution in a hasty manner. And God is not interested in our hasty and frantic activities. He is found in quiet and rest. He is there in your prayer closet if you will quieten yourself. Today, you may be in one of your prayer closet moments and it feels fearful. And you have these thoughts of a catastrophe or a calamity that's in your mind. These are not God thoughts. But if you believe that you need to pray to avert a danger or a, a situation escalating, these thoughts have suggested to you are actually to create a reactive prayer in you. Prayer definitely does shift the atmosphere. God hears every prayer. But we need to recognise that any prayer from a spirit of fear will be limited by that atmosphere. And I just need you to be aware that if you pray out of fear of a possible catastrophe or a negative outcome, it will be coming out of a mind that is filled with worry and not with faith. It doesn't necessarily shift the atmosphere. Um, but remember, prayer is first about changing me. So when I pray to change the atmosphere in my prayer room, I start by thanking God. I thank God for the answer. I quiet myself before God. I don't ask God to change the situation. I don't point to him how he could change the situation. And it's a subtle shift, but it is necessary to pray in faith, starting with thankfulness. Then I look for the peace that God has that's present in this moment. It is actually meant to lead me towards God's solutions. It means I will be partnering with God when he answers with a divine strategy. I get to partner with God in implementing this strategy through obedience. When I'm reacting because of a problem that has arisen in front of me, particularly if it's like a, a relationship conflict, well, my prayers will be a reactive prayer. Many people call it intercession. 
particularly when they're more impressed by the size of the problem than they are with our God. Our God is bigger than the problem. And we need to be impressed with God's bigness rather than the problem. And the devil is really good at creating conflict, but our prayer becomes reactive when we go into a frantic, frantic space. Jesus didn't do anything like this. He was only ever conscious of what the Father was telling him to do. He was not impressed by the enemy's actions. I need to be in prayer in the same way as Jesus was in prayer, with Jesus' heavenly perspective and his connection with the Father. Jesus was never impressed by the enemy. Read through John 17. It's a really good example of Jesus' intercessory prayers. And it's, you know, John's recorded it fully for us. Jesus didn't focus on rebuking the enemy. And he only mentions the enemy once. He says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. This is John 17, verse 15. Here, Jesus echoes the line that's in the prayer that he taught us to pray, deliver us from the evil one. When we are reacting to a situation, even if we're going towards prayer and rebuking the enemy, it is still an enemy influencing me in my actions. I want to be responding to the goodness of God, even in the midst of a difficulty or a conflict. Jesus' prayer came just before he was betrayed and arrested. And he was focused on the Father's glory to be manifest rather than on things that were about to happen. He was focused on God keeping, Father God keeping the disciples through the trials to come. He was focused on unity and joy and love to be manifest in his disciples. Jesus specifically didn't pray for the world. It's in John 17 verse 9. But he did pray for those who would believe in the message of the disciples. That includes you and me. And it's everyone else who's believed on their testimony. I need you to think about this. That verse was in John 17, 21. When my prayer is all about changing my circumstances, then the aroma of my prayer is all about me. Some of these prayers are even a false humility type prayer, particularly if I'm praying, Lord, don't give me glory, don't give me favour, but just change this circumstance, just change this, but forget about me. This sort of prayer is still all about me. True humility is when I become unconscious of myself in the prayer. This is a place of just being with God, being present like a child in his presence because he has invited me there. I have at times become very aware of my self, self-centered and selfish prayers. They're all about me and making my life comfortable. But I know that I can be at peace even when all around me is in a storm. And that's the place where I don't elevate my complaints. I don't start to talk and focus on the things that are going wrong. I accept that God will change me. And through that process, I will overcome these circumstances. So in recent times, my prayers have changed. My focus is away from myself. I'm trusting that God is changing me. And when I am unconscious of myself in my prayers, I'm almost like it's a bit of that dying to myself and to my personal agendas because I want God's agendas to be the ones that I'm most aware of 